Hello and welcome to Music Speaks. This podcast dedicates itself to how music impacts people's lives. For this show, we usually have two co-hosts, myself, Hunter Sagana, and my friend, Sean Rem Kunis. Sean and I believe that many people have a playlist that makes their life unique through music. We pride ourselves on building upon our musical knowledge with our featured guests, jamming to incredible music, talking about a wide variety of artists and composers, and everything in between. Here's a musical quote for today. Music expresses feeling and thought without language. It was below and before speech, and it is above and beyond all words. Robert G. Ingersoll. Today, we'll sit down with our friend Jenna Rizzo to discuss her song choices. All right, and we are on with Jenna. Jenna, hi, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you, Hunter? Very good. We're so happy to have you here. Happy to be here. Thanks again for thinking of me. Yes, of course. And like Sean was mentioning before the break, you know, last time I think he had you on, I wasn't able to be there. So glad to be able to be here this time. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just a preemptive warning ahead of time, I might lag at some point. So if I sound silent, I'm probably waiting for the lag to catch up. Um, so that's just me. So just ignore me. Um, <laughs> now the songs you gave us were all very, uh, very different and yet they all sort of fit together in like a cohesive list, which is nice. Um, which is probably what you were going for, I'm sure. Uh, and the first of those songs is called Slide by Calvin Harris, along with, uh, Frank Ocean. Migos, whoever Migos, right there at their group. Um, and, you know, prior to the vocals, it seemed like it was going to be like a throwback, like the, the 70s and 80s, because I, I got this really like funk vibe from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his vocals are, are much more modern, but I really liked the, the groove that the song was. And the synths have this really cool, like, open air, you know, open air sound. Uh, interjected in the back. Do you prefer the grooves, do the groove of this song or the lyrics when you first heard it? Which which caught your eye oh, for, for ear? For sure, for sure the grooves. Um, I love the contrast too. You mentioned the vocals. I think they actually do something where they like raise it like three octaves or something. So they, so it, yeah. sound, it sounds like a tiny child singing or something. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> or a really, really tiny person. Um, <laughs> so and, and but then yeah it's actually because it's so high pitched it's kind of hard to hear the lyrics at first so yeah. definitely heard the grooves first and then the higher contrast uh after that and then i was like wait what are they saying <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and so and actually i even i only know this song cuz um people i work with uh some you know some of them are in their early 20s and so they keep me young and uh and hip and they you know sometimes we'll listen to music and and I, and they're like this shit's fire like that's what they say <laughs> so <laughs> that's what this song is and so yeah i was under the assumption you were our age oh thank you uh <laughs> <laughs> no i was born in the 80s uh oh. so i'm going actually i'm going to be 32 in june <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, scary. But uh <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, no, um, you know, you're as young as you feel. And exactly. I have friends That's I have it. friends that are like middle aged and, and older, and then I have friends, coworkers that are in their early twenties. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's really 
it's different these times in these times, you know? Very. And where yeah. do you work? I work for a really cool company called Develomark, and it's a digital marketing and web agency, and I'm a creative project manager there. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so you yeah. Don't, you probably don't get the 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 musical uh, discussion often. Uh, so it's funny you say that. I do actually talk with a few people, um, and then later on, oh, you know, we're we're gonna listen to a song that's actually by one of my coworkers. Uh, so and also my friend. Mm -hmm. uh, and so him and I talk music quite a bit, as well as some of the other people I work with. And then, yeah, when they play music on the big speaker, uh, you know, this shit's fire. <laughs> uh, so, you know, and like sometimes they'll play the hits. Sometimes they'll play lo-fi, which is nice. Uh, mm -hmm. And then sometimes they let me DJ, and that's always fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and and then they they ask for hits again mm -hmm. um, because my shuffle's just all over the place. But sometimes I'll play like Sinatra, keep it classy, because mm -hmm. uh, the building they're in is like um, a cool refurbished factory building in Southington. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, it's uh, right by Kingsman Brewery. Uh, it's right next uh, door. Okay. Yeah, so which is in like the same building. So it's like, uh, you know, the, the original shiplap from the factory and the exposed brick. And it's like a dream, a dream office to work in actually. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, to keep it classy, we play like That's jazz cool. and Sinatra sometimes too. Yeah. That cool. Makes you feel very period. Yeah. You know, like you're, you're going back to those times. That's very neat. Yeah. Well, and I, and cool. you, and you sort of answered my question about like, you know, if you, if you knew who Calvin, you know, Calvin Harris was prior to hearing this song, I yeah. had no idea. So. Oh yeah. He's known for a lot of other hits, but I didn't know this song by him. And so when, when someone at work played it, I was like, Oh, this is Calvin Harris uh, okay. kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think I read it. He's like, he's a Scottish performer, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, th I think he is. <laughs> That's why That's I, cool. I didn't know him, but that doesn't say much. So it's, it's certainly in like, I always find it interesting to hear, you know, people from other countries to sort of see where their music is at this point. Um, because obviously, you know, people are in certain countries, their, their pop scene is a, a little bit in a different place than where we are. Yeah. I think um, it's with him, he's like a DJ, but he also does vocals. I, I think. You know? Yes. I think you're right. Yeah. I think it is, he was a DJ, which fits obviously very much with this uh, style of the song with the um, lounge. Yeah, lounge. Yeah, very <laughs> club. <laughs> and the the seventies sort of you know funk. They take those uh, beats and and they uh, use them in a way that clearly works well in this kind of song. And uh, this song ends like totally without cadence, no no <laughs> ending whatsoever. So, any idea why that would be? Stylistically? Uh, I would think actually because it's meant to be like played in clubs and loudly, maybe they do that so it could go easily into another one. I don't know. Oh, that's an that's interesting. I never thought about that. You're right. That could definitely be a reason. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought of that right now. It's a good question. <laughs> yeah. It's just something that sort of stood out to me as we were interviewing another guest at, uh, yesterday and they had a similar song that sort of just cut out and I was I always wonder like, you know, why choose that? Is it for like the shock value or for the um, practicality of it? Like what you said could have been, right, go right into the next song. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right, very cool. And now we shall go on to something a little more uh, well-known. Sean? 
Sure. So the next song that Jenna sent us was, I believe it's called uh, Time in a Bottle. Is that right? Ah, yes. Time in a Bottle, sung by <laughs> Youngblood. And actually, ironically, we had a Youngblood song yesterday. <gasps> what covered, was it? Um, do you know Freak Show? I think I do. Yeah. 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 Hunter got to cover it yesterday. And had oh, it. cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, another good one by him is I Think I'm Okay, and that's also like Machine Gun Kelly. We also oh, talked about him. Oh, song by oh, her. Oh, so good. <laughs> Again, more more popular music that I've learned from coworkers that I'm <laughs> trying to stay hip, trying to stay hip. Right. <laughs> I've never been. I was going to say, we, we have to continue the connected tissue from other episodes, but I'm, I'm so glad that you were able to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, um, but Time in a Bottle, like, it's this cover really blew me away. Right, yeah, uh, me too. It too. did, right? It's just so, yeah, like, it did, yeah. it's very, uh, I don't know, it just, like, grows, mm -hmm. but then also shrinks back down, and then right. all you hear is, like, very delicate piano. Yeah. <laughs> After, yeah. like, crazy like <laughs> wailing right yeah. um i don't know i think i i think i like that i think i like right. extreme highs and extreme lows in music oh sean we've totally talked about that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we totally have yeah yeah totally recapping a total episode in less than five seconds you know it's really cool i think it's um interestingly i think we talked about this last time cross genres and music mm. yeah I yeah. think we talked about that last time. We talked about acoustic going to rock, going to solo, back to extreme rock. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. You know, and I think that almost also sums you up as a person. Sums <laughs> you up as like, because I feel like in, in this vein, I feel like you have all these like these great qualities. And then on top of that, oh, she has that that great solo quality too. Oh, so I that's also so wanted nice. To, Thank you. Uh, yeah. So no, I wanted to ask, um, because this is a really important question about um First, because I think it's really important to mention the acoustic aspect, because I started listening to that and I was like, oh, this is really nice. And then the rock came out and I was like, oh, OK, that makes that really it, it shocked me. It was like, oh, OK. All right. But yeah, before we go to the rock section, I want to ask you about the acoustic section, because I know we talked about this maybe the first time you were on about how acoustic makes people feel. So, like, we talked about how acoustic is the limelight, or we talk about it's very solo exposed. Music. Yeah, right, you're very exposed. You're what very wanna, exposed. Yeah, what do you want to say about that? Yeah, so I mean, certainly as a singer, it's always you're always more exposed when there's no sort of instrumental support under you, right? You know, so, mm -hmm. uh, so all the things you're already worrying about pitch, tone, <laughs> every everything, like. All of that is times 10 because it's right. just you and you have to hold your own. Exactly. Um, so I think that, yeah. So I think it's exposed, but strong. Mm. So, but which is interesting because you're showing how vulnerable you can be. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Right. Yeah. I think that's true. And then going from like strength to just like, like a stronghold of a sound yeah. it, it was almost like shocking and um something mm -hmm. interesting is is what do we what do you want to describe a song that's like this where it, it splits itself into different genres of music do we classify it as something or do, can we just call it its own thing i love that because i feel like this happens all the time and and, mm -hmm. and i feel like it happens with rock and roll music mm -hmm. um you know like yes mm -hmm. um and I would say also Chicago, 
mm-hmm. uh, did this all the time where it's it sounds like three different songs in one song. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and what I mean by that is, is they could, oh, actually, Foreigner does this too. It feels like the first time. Mm-hmm. There's that one verse that's like in a minor key and like slowed down and it's almost like you lose the genre for a minute, but then they go right back into the refrain and then you're like, okay, I know where I am. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I have to think about this for a second. So I feel like it makes it more robust, right? If you're going to have like multiple genres of music in one song, right? Mm -hmm. And then it also makes it hard to categorize that song in a genre because it lends itself to so many different ones at once. Um, And so that's how we get things like, uh, you know, funk, metal, hardcore, punk, rock, pop, (laughs) (laughs) rap, you know? and I would even say it happens with rock where it, you know, like Rage Against the Machine is like rap rock uh, or uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers is like pop uh, funk rap. Right. You know, rock. Right. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I think it happens more often than we realize. Um, right. mm-hmm. Coldplay. I, Coldplay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah hell yeah. Coldplay. Yeah. Cause mm. you know, I would say they rock, but I also think it is pop. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But then, and then you get something, you know, so so beautiful and lyrical. Um, you know, he yeah, Coldplay has a lot of a lot of hits, but then they have a lot of uh, other other songs that uh, right. sound like other genres. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think we talked about with that with Taylor Swift, didn't we, yesterday, Hunter, talking about crossing yes, genres we did. of music and mm. uh, how her career has developed over time, and how yes. you know, even with one song, I, I think it's even sort of it, it's 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 really interesting how a simple song can become such a a triumph. You know, we think mm-hmm. about it in in so many different we we see it so many different ways, but we don't really know how to describe it. You know, as as right. You know, and then right yeah and then it's like mm-hmm. what are what about a cover song and mm-hmm. then you have crossover that way because right. you know the the band i prevail covers blank space by taylor swift right. and it's actually a really good cover and but but then it's like okay we took a pop song no known pop song known hit and we made it metal right uh so mm-hmm. oh yeah hunter i'm a huge metal head <laughs> oh really <laughs> <laughs> yeah surprise yeah, yeah. If you, can, if, if you couldn't tell, if you couldn't tell. Um, and Jen, I think this goes along really well with your next song because we get a, a new mixed bag with this next song, which is slow. So Hunter, oh. take it away. Sure. So in this particular song, Slow, um, which is by Group Love from their uh, album Never Trust a Happy Song, uh, you know, it starts with this very sort of half tiny feel and it goes into, um, it, it stays, it keeps that feel, but it almost fills it in. So it doesn't feel as half time as it goes on. Uh, yeah, and there's yeah. these like nice chimes that are ringing through the whole background. <laughs> um, what is the, what is the song referring to? So I like this song. It's very dramatic. 
Uh -huh. uh, there's something like very drawn out and dramatic about it that it has to be the, the focus of what's going on if you're listening to it. <laughs> it's yeah. some, something about it draws a lot of attention to itself, uh, which I like. I don't, it's strong. But I also like how there's, it, it's organ in the beginning. It sounds uh -huh. like organ, uh, you know, like a church organ, which also kind of adds to its uh, power. And sound, I think, too. And then, and so what it is, it's, it's about time. And it says time moves slow. And I just think, like, oh, the vocals are so uh -huh. are so good. I actually saw this band in concert. They were amazing. Uh, and this song kicked ass. And, the, and so I was like, wow, <laughs> like, it's so powerful live. Um, but, you know, they're they're known for, like, take me to your best friend's house. Da -da 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 -da. That song, you've heard that on the radio. You know that's come on. All right. Well, our listeners probably don't. Uh, they probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. let's go with that. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but yeah, Hunter, so I know maybe, this song. Come on, man. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. you totally yeah. do. Uh tongue tied. That's what it is. Ah, uh, okay. And so you did you know the band? Uh I mean, did you go to see them because you knew them or were they yes. like part of something else? No, I went to see them because I knew them and I was like, oh my god, they're in Portchester. And this was uh, oh, when was this? Pre-COVID sometime. It was. It had to have been in like 2019 in like the fall. And I went with my my good friend Iris and we had a good time. Uh, and we sat up in like the second row of the mezzanine or the balcony. And it was at the, the Capitol Theater in Portchester, New York. Not too far away. Um, and I think they're still doing shows, which is which is cool. Uh, oh, that is good. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know though. So don't don't quote me on that. I hope I hope they're doing shows. It's a cool venue. It's the first time I had been there, but I went to school in Westchester and I had always passed this theater. And so it was cool that I got to see a band that I really liked at this place I always wanted to go to. That is pretty cool. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure that, you know, that added to maybe the not mystery of the song, but it added to the aesthetic of the song. Um, and when uh when I saw them, it was weird. They had these it had they had giant teeth on stage. <laughs> And my they were going to say they had giant teeth. No, like they had like giant foam teeth, smile, like floating down. From, I can't. Uh, That's weird. Yeah, no, it was cool because it like it came together at the end. It was like a half a half teeth, half smile the whole show. And then in the last number, it, like they, mo they moved it. So you're like, oh, it's teeth. Because they were really, really big. Uh, <laughs> That's they're a cool band funny. though, and, and that, you, know, you know you hear about some of the. There's something kind oh, of like hippie, you know, hippie sounding about them. Uh, uh -huh. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I get that vibe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a, that whole vibe, that scene. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so it's a good song. I'm glad you enjoyed it. When you uh, when you play this one at work, do they or do you play this one at work? No. No, <laughs> no this is not part of the not part of the work scene. Uh, I don't know. There's not a beat enough. We we have to listen to things that like keep us awake and working. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, this, you're one, like... this one's like real dramatic. I also really love how uh, there's railroad tracks, so they just like stop all of a sudden uh -huh. um, in in the song too. And what I mean by railroad tracks is like in the sheet music in the score, yeah. there would there would be railroad tracks. <laughs> Uh, but I forget what that's called. Yeah. What's that called, Sean? Pop quiz. Uh, Cezura, isn't it? That's right. Oh, <laughs> Cezura. Oh, good job. Thank <laughs> God. One, one second. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, well, the, uh, you know, I suppose we, we it's like we know what we're talking about. We're talking about music. <laughs> well, um, do you uh, do you do like the, had you done music trained in music? Yes. Mm -hmm. that, that was probably stuff he asked you all about. He probably <laughs> knew it already, but obviously I was not here last time. So oh yeah, that's um, okay. Yeah, no, so I've been you're singing my whole life. I've taught uh, voice lessons and also basic piano and my mom's music teacher and music okay. music's very important and even though i work in digital marketing i still music is my passion and uh i i try to do it as much as i can you, I, know, you know i find it so interesting you know because you you never know when people whatever they do for their living you never <laughs> know what their background in terms of music is and then people you know it's always surprising you find people who they work in they either uh, an advertising world, corporate world. They have the you know the talent and the skill set, but they never use it for that kind of performance at work. You know, it's funny you should say that. Sean and I have definitely talked about this, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> there's been more than one place that I've worked where I've like sung for functions for work. And, oh, uh, really? Yeah, it's funny how that happens. I mean. No, it's okay. We don't have to talk about that. But uh, it was like a Christmas party, and they, you know, they were like, "Sing this duet with somebody who doesn't really know how to sing." And I was like, "Okay, great." Oh dear. <laughs> no, he did great. He 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 did great. Uh, <laughs> it was, you know, baby, it's cold outside. You can kind of you can kind of talk your way through that one. Uh, oh. And then you know, I I've sung for weddings mm -hmm. and funerals and at restaurants, and I've sung for family functions and uh weddings for families and um what else sean oh i've done like musical theater type stuff oh yeah yeah where did you um, go to school did you go to ithaca with sean <laughs> no 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 i didn't i, I wanted to go to ithaca <laughs> yeah i <laughs> know yeah, I, re I really did but they um when i got into the school i just didn't audition there so uh they only take 12 people. And at the time I was going for musical theater. No, I went to Manhattanville College and purchased New York in Westchester. Oh, okay. And uh, I actually went for music business, music management. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's different. You know, it's not something you commonly hear people going into the field for. Yeah, no, it, it, I think everything worked out. I mean, I had internships in the music industry in, in Manhattan. And, uh, you know, basically that's where I started my marketing career because I was... Um, you know, updating the social media accounts of all of the artists on the booking agency that I worked for. And then when I was interning with the ASCAP Foundation, which is the American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers, um, a performance rights organization uh, by Lincoln Center, kind of, um, they, uh, you know, I was interning there and I helped with their Facebook and I was helping with events and stuff. And so really I've been in marketing and sales for the better part of like 10 years. Um, if wow. I count if I count my internships, yeah. And so That's I was hoping cool. to work in the music industry, but then was like, mm, I don't want to commute to Manhattan, and I live in Connecticut, and and so I kind of, uh, you know, worked for um, a corporate company in in sales and marketing administration, and got you know my start there, and uh, and just worked my way up from there, and then was working um, in digital marketing and web design. Um, you know, from like 2014 on. So, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very, I feel very lucky uh, that it all worked out. I mean, I, yeah. I worked hard, but, um, you know, I feel lucky that it worked out. But I, I do, I do, 
want to do more music stuff. And so sometimes I'll uh, jam with my friend who plays guitar and, you know, I sing every day uh, still, but yeah, it'd be great to do some kind of like concert or performance somewhere when all this madness ends. Oh yeah, I bet. So <laughs> how, how did you come across uh, Mr. DMA student over there? Aha. Well, Sean and I were able to perform in this cool benefit concert a couple of summers ago for a program that I did when I was in high school uh, called Trumbull Youth Association. And they, oh, had, a, they okay. had like a gala concert and we got to perform in it. And so um, we, we connected there and then he was like, wait, I do this podcast. I'd love to have you on it. And I was like, really? <laughs> 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 okay. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't know you. I didn't know you did TYA. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I did it. Uh, for many years. Um, I did junior TYA as well. And then actually my mom directs junior TYA now. Oh, really? For the kids. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. I know it's a small world. It is a small world. What about you? Did you where'd you go to school, Hunter? Uh so Sean and I went to high school together, and that's how we knew each other. And then oh. um I went to Fairfield U. And uh Oh, my sister works there. Fun oh, fact. you're kidding. <laughs> Yeah, she uh, she's the the editor of the magazine. Oh, really? How yeah. funny is that? <laughs> That's yeah. hysterical. Small so I did my world. I did my uh, undergrad and grad school there, um, and I got my uh, double certification in music and Italian. So, wow. so like I I teach. That's what I do. Oh, amazing! Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Isn't that so funny? Italian is the best language to sing in because of the vowels. Oh, you know, it, it has that quality to it, doesn't it? Yes, it's so helpful. Yes, yes. So uh, I always, when I teach, I teach technique and um, the vowels are very important. And, uh, you know, the bella, bella canto kind of style is what I was taught. And so, yeah, Italian is the best for singing. <laughs> yeah, it, it certainly is helpful when you're trying to, especially even... And even when you're just speaking in a classroom, it really helps you open the vowels and um, you, you can linger on them and you show them, you know, how to form them. And, you know, with like Spanish, it's hard because they end in a lot of consonants, like the letter D, which you can't really drag out. So <laughs> I speak I speak a little French. So anytime I sing or speak a different language, it always sounds like French. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. You do like the uh, thing? No, it's like even if it's Italian, there's it's like still French sounding when I, when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. But I remember having to do like Western regionals and all and all state and you know always having to do the Italian art songs uh, from the mm -hmm. yellow the yellow book uh, for that. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. All right, and now we shall quickly switch gears here, and no pun intended, but gears which is related to our next song, which has to do with a particular timekeeping device. Don? <laughs> That's right. Master of segues, ladies and gentlemen. Hunter Seriously. Um, the next song is Clocks, written by our friend Coldplay. Um, the album was A Rush of Blood to the Head. It was released in 2002. Um, so... Jenna, when you listen to this uh, for the first time, what are your thoughts on the intro? Because I know you want to talk about that briefly. Um, yeah. Oh, I love it. it. Yeah. What do you I love it? it. Yeah. It's so it's like iconic too. You know, like mm -hmm. da -da -da -da. like everybody knows it. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> this one yeah. I do know. Ha ha! See, everybody knows it. 
Yeah. Um, what is it in like six, eight? It's a good question. I think we'll have to figure that out. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I think my next question is: um, the song itself is really cool. Has a lot of minimal elements to it, which make it very small. But I feel like the greatest songs are the songs that are simple and that everyone can really understand and sing along to. Exactly. And yeah. but the theme of the the song is a clock. So it's a circle of time. Um, and really, how simple do we want to get with this song? Is it more complex than we think it is? Or is it more straightforward as we think it is? I think there is something happening there that feels like a movement of moving forward in those triplets. You know, right. there's mm -hmm. some kind of searching through time feeling to it. Um, and then certainly you know when he's singing those notes that he holds out that are mm -hmm. higher on on like ooh right um or you maybe <laughs> <laughs> and right, then maybe yeah. and then maybe yeah after sure, that sure. i think so uh right. but that's you know that's the part that people love to sing along with right. um because yeah. you know it's fun to sing and it's easy hmm. and uh yeah and i think it's also fun to harmonize too, but that might just be me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is fun to harmonize. Thank you. And, yeah. and I, I feel I would like quite it, agree. right. It's absolutely right. And I also want to ask you. I feel like the song never ends, which I which I know is an artsy thing to say. Um, <laughs> what do you what do you what do you think about? Oh, that? I haven't heard that expression in so long. I'm so happy to hear that. Like it's someone someone it's comes artsy. up to you and it like it's they come up to you. To say. Right, and they're like, I feel like the song, like, it, like it never ends. Yeah, is yeah. that the same thing as when you say, like, oh, they're bougie? <laughs> have you heard? Have you heard that? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Is that the same yeah. expression? Uh, no, I love yeah. it. I'm learning. I'm learning so much. Yeah. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, artsy. Yeah, no, because it does. It does sort of feel like it doesn't really come to an end or resolve. But I think that that's because like time is ongoing and it doesn't always resolve. Or if it does, I think we're dead. Uh, <laughs> so maybe it just has this sort of um, right. like time transcending kind of feeling to it at the end there. Sure, sure. sure. I, I did not think that was going to be your answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad that I asked that. I think if I, I think if I was a movie genre, I'd be dark comedy. Right. No, yeah, I, think I, I think so. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah. All right, Hunter, uh, take away for the next song. Sure. So our fifth song here is called None Shall Pass. <laughs> yeah. And it's by Aesop Rock and from the album Pass 2007. And uh, you know, and I was looking him up because obviously, you know, my uh, my rap knowledge is uh, quite limited. But As he's mine. oh, good. So yeah. we're sort of on the same page. Oh yeah. But uh, he's a little bit of an older rapper, and by which I mean not that he's old, but his his rapping career is like you know twenty years back. Yeah. The majority of it, I think it said he was like really popular late nineties, early two thousands. And uh, how did you happen on him? Did you listen to him back then, or is he a recent discovery? 
recent discovery again somebody was playing this at work mm -hmm. and i was like what is this song this beat is sick because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah the beat is catchy and uh you know it's upbeat and it keeps moving uh, it does have this one line that's sort of haunting i would say mm -hmm. that's like um and i will remember your name and face mm -hmm. uh, i think yeah the rhythms that are sung in time are really cool, I think, in the song. Um, yeah, and I guess it says a lot about like the kind of rap I like too. Uh, you know, if it has a good beat, you know, it's good to work to. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Or even like take a walk to. Um, yeah, but yeah, so this song is like, you don't have, you wouldn't have to listen to the whole thing. It's a. Uh... <laughs> It's sort of a funny song. Um, and also one that I thought perhaps you guys would not know and not many people would know. Um, so I sort of use this as a slight opportunity to do that. Hope that's cool. Um, yeah, and then spread that because, out because it would be way too easy for me to talk about, you know, songs that uh, that you all know and love and that you've already heard like a million times, right? So mm -hmm. I tried to sort of think about, oh, what's something maybe they don't know? And then as I was choosing songs, they, they sort of form the theme, yeah. um, sort of, right? And so, and and yeah, so I think that this one, um, I think the use of the beats and the synth synthesizer are are really cool. And then I think that the rhythmic singing over it um, complements it nicely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. And you know, it's funny, the, the there's this this pulsing is this beat in the background they must have been yeah. a track that they sampled from somewhere out or maybe it was from sample from somewhere else but it fits with your first song it has that sort of 70s sound to it that, <laughs> yeah. that funk sound which like you said it, the list sort of is a cohesive group it makes like a you know they all all the songs you pick sort of in a way fit together yeah um and the guy, he seems to have a rather large repertoire, and I guess because they played it really? at work. He's the, yeah, it seems like he'd been he'd been around for a while. He'd been doing a lot, at least in terms of the the performances and albums that he had. But wow, that's cool. I'll have to check out some other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't dig too deeply into it, but it seemed like he did. Um, and what what is the title referencing? None shall pass. I don't know. I always think of Lord of the Rings. That's exactly. I was just gonna make that <laughs> joke, and I was like. I didn't know if that's what it was. I just, I mean, even though it's like, you shall not pass. I just always think of that, even though it's none shall pass. Um, uh -huh. it's, it's just like, you know. <laughs> there, Because they can't see you. She did like a hand thing there. It oh, yeah. Like, like, no. Yeah, they can't see it. That's right. Uh, no, like, yeah, you can't pass. Like, you know, the dropping of the draw, the, the drawbridge or mm -hmm. the gate, the gate, the gate has mm -hmm. dropped. Yeah. Um, so I guess you could use that as a metaphor for like just about anything um, in terms of like the gatekeepers, you know, if that's the government or the FCC, <laughs> <laughs> which is coincidentally also the government. Uh, mm -hmm. But so, you know, if they're like the gatekeepers and then you think about the other side to that, which is streaming. Uh, or, you know, getting stuff for free and not, or, you know, or, or getting away with stuff. But now, nowadays, things are different, guys. Like, everybody's so sensitive. And, you know, the FCC kind of had to, like, take a step back. Mm -hmm. um, and 
I mean, I don't know. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, like everybody just like got so sensitive and things that were made like five years ago are truly offensive now. And like, we can't, <laughs> we yeah, can't move seem... forward. Uh, so I think it's like a comment on, on when you reach that point, that's like past the point of no return. You can't, you can't pass or, you know, do not pass go, do not collect. <laughs> uh, yeah. Stop in the name of love. <laughs> that's also a good song. Before you break um, my heart. And the uh, there are, I have a note here on our on our little uh, notepad here, and it says uh, the the song deals a lot with you know this raw quality and rasp um, from a more uh, technical aspect. And do you find there is uh, much of that in the song? Not that one. No. Oh, Hunter, that that My moved, that was for the next next segment. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, so okay. no, this one has the synthesizer and the beat. And if synth is what we were talking about in terms of like organ, and maybe right. no, yeah, they used a definitely. synth in the past one, and then maybe um, Coldplay certainly with the clocks and the keyboard. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And it's definitely, you know, I think a lot of the music was probably mostly done on synth. You know what I mean? Like it was probably mostly uh, recorded all on synth yeah. if I had to guess. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Which, you know, part of it is ease, right? Because a synth, it, it can do so many different sounds. It's probably easier. You just keep Maybe old. I should get a synth. <laughs> Maybe that should it. be my next purchase. You should, right. And a microphone. There you go. And you could just have like a little setup and you could just like sing and then play it back and sing with yourself. Maybe I'll have my own podcast someday and I'll have you guys on it. There you go. And it'll be you trying to get us to harmonize with Wait, you. What a dream yeah. come true. Wait. Wouldn't that be something? We got to take notes. This is a great idea. Exactly. It's a real money maker. <laughs> and uh, speaking of money makers, which not that much, but now we're going to take a break sponsored by our friends at Anchor. And, uh, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that we are on various social media accounts and you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and much to the very hard work of Sean. And on Twitter, we are at music speaks underscore pod on Instagram. We are music speaks underscore podcast on Facebook. We are music speaks podcast on TikTok, We are at music speaks underscore podcast. And on YouTube, we are music speaks podcast. Do you guys have so, a website? Uh, I can we'll help with anchor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you could help with this is right up your alley, right up my alley. Yeah. Let me know. We'll talk. Um, all right, and with that, we shall be right back. All right, and we are back with your friend and ours, Jenna Rizzo. On the document, it says Jenna Brown, but I know you are Jenna Rizzo <laughs> in my heart. Uh, oh, Spirit Cold, uh, the artist is Tall Heights. Uh, the album was Neptune and was released in 2016, the year of our Lord. Um, it almost has a Coldplay aesthetic. I could see why you say that. Yeah, the yeah. vocals. Um, yeah, I love how like crystal clear mm. it sounds. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's like such a raw quality 
to it mm -hmm. that's uh mm -hmm. really exposed and um and then it really builds mm -hmm. the song really builds at this like one kind of you know climatic or, or cathartic moment mm -hmm. um yeah i like yeah. it <laughs> yeah me too i really liked it too and i, I wrote in my notes that I'm it was very interesting it. it was interesting name for the band tall mm. heights <laughs> you're um, right that is an interesting name how i mean you i feel like you have really interesting stories about how you got interested in these bands but how did you how were you introduced to tall heights so this was one of those ones that I think I was listening to either like group love radio on Spotify or um, young, the giant or um, yeah. Um, and then, and then sometimes if you're in a search on Spotify, it will continue and you don't get out of it and you're just like, let it play. It'll continue to play things not saved to your library that are related to that search. So it's mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, we think you'll like this song because you listened to these other ones. So this was one of those that I found that way. And mm -hmm. I was so happy about that because I was like, never going to find this otherwise. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I also feel like I could hear it in an indie film or something, you know, right. it kind right. of has yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it kind of has that, uh, that sort of a uh, nostalgic, reminiscent kind of feeling to it. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Hunter's like, yeah, 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 man. I get it, man. Yeah. So you yeah. liked it, Sean? I liked it a lot, actually. And oh, I'm glad. I wrote it down. I, I wrote that. It feels like the vocals are so laid back, and I feel like this could be a really great add-on mm. to a chills playlist. Like, chill out, man. You know, oh, you yeah. Calm down. Um, yeah, it's very soothing. Right. Very soothing. It's like you could listen to this early in the morning, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. With like sun coming through the window and uh, you're having a cup of coffee and right. you know, like yeah. nothing else is, is happening. But then you have this song playing. Yeah. I feel like I ask I like asking this to people because I feel like this is an interesting thing to do when you listen to relaxing music. Like, what do you do when you listen to relaxing music? Do you do do draw? Do you write something? Do you sometimes I'll color? OK, sometimes I'll color. A lot of the time I'll make lists. <laughs> <laughs> I make a lot of lists. That's how I get sure. shit done. Right. Thank you, mom. Uh, but yeah, so, or yeah, so I'll color like coloring books or um, sometimes I'll draw or I'll paint. Right. Um, sometimes I'll just sit and think <laughs> and like just let my mind wander like while this beautiful music is playing. Uh, right. Sometimes I'll just, I'll do that. You know, I do that a lot if I put a record on. Because I don't know if you can see behind me. I know our listeners can't. Sorry. But I have like my record collection behind me. Ooh. Can you see that? Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, oh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so sometimes I'll just like put a record on and just sit and listen to the record and like light candles, you know, yeah. <laughs> and like put no lights on and like light candles or maybe twinkle lights because I love right. twinkle lights. Yeah. And I'm so glad you were able to share this song with me because I felt like it had this very relaxing aesthetic that just kind of. It was almost the opposite of a dark horse where it was like, oh, this is just, it was nice. You know, it was surprising, but yeah. it was also nice. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I, I knew that you were into this music, but I didn't know that you were into this far out 
relaxing sound of just kind of taking taking a break from you know the, yes the tumultuous yeah. nature of like really crazy music i know i know we've had that discussion before. um <laughs> i know I i'm like all I've, over the show no no i feel like we, we've had i feel like that's a phrase i've been saying a while like i feel like i understand it that way but um and you know the next song i was genuinely surprised by because it was really cool um, yes so i'm gonna let hunter take that one hunter take it away buddy Yeah, so the next song is um, by Paul Munko, and he is your co-worker. He is, yeah, and also my friend. And, he, yeah, he's very talented in um, so many ways. Like, he he actually is a freelance graphic designer and has his own company called Colorful Filth. And he he's, he's drawn <laughs> celebrities like Post Malone, and he's drawn them dead, um, like, for them, like, for the celebrity. And he's worked on T-shirts for other celebrities. Um, and then he's also a graphic designer, web designer for the company I work for, but also, uh, well, he started as that, and then he is now uh, a marketing manager. So he works directly with clients on campaigns for their websites. Um, and then he's a musician <laughs> on top of that. So, and a photographer. Um, yeah, oh. his, his, his skills are, are endless. I know, so it's, it's really, it's he's quite, he's very talented and it's, it's really cool to, to work with somebody. Uh, who has like a multitude of talents like that. But yeah, he wrote this amazing song, came out during um, the winter. And and he also did a music video for it too. So it's on YouTube, um, which is pretty cool, right? A friend uh, that like released cool. a song and there's music video. It's kind of awesome. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It's, um, there's a really nice raw quality to, to this and to his voice. And he has such a cool rasp. Um, and again, um, I figured it was a song not many people knew and it was a good way to, to, you know, get the buzz out about it. Um, yeah, help me change. And, um, it really is like, uh, exposing, like he, I feel like he, he shares a lot of emotions, uh -huh. you know, through his vocals, which is so hard to do. <laughs> uh you know so yeah give him props for that and he's an amazing guitarist on top of that so he has like this great talent and uh you know great songwriter um and yeah you know recorded and released a song so um i i'm what i'm interested to hear what you think about it yeah i you know i didn't think i was going to like it but i actually really did and i don't think we ever said the name of the song the song is a healthy yes. change um by Paul Munko, for those who, who didn't hear the first time. Um, and I did actually wind up really liking it. Uh, you know, the whole song had sort of a soft quality to it, despite that he had like a more intense voice. Um, and I did like his voice very much. Because of the acoustic. That's yes, what you so the mean. acoustic does help. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, the softness definitely comes from the acoustic. In the music video, he's like at some kind of holiday party and he's like playing his acoustic guitar at the party. Um, and there's like a fire. And it like it works really well with sort of like this cozy, warm, oh, I totally warm soft. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I see what you're saying about that. And I'm so glad you liked it. Um I know I really liked it too. And it's it's come on my shuffle before. Um, when I hadn't listened to it after a while, you know, it was when after it was released, and then it came on and I was like, what is this? It's really good. Oh my god, it's Paul, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this it, you know gets uh if this you know gets somewhere. 
yeah, I would, I definitely think it should, you know, the, despite the, the acoustic being, you know, making it, making it much more soft, it, it, the, you know, the instrumentation of the whole song is pretty simplistic, but it sounds a lot bigger than it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Mean, the it, harmony, I, the harmony is really cool. Yeah. It really, does, it fills does. out the rest of the song. Yes. And why do you think the instrumentation was chosen to be that way? Just the guitar being the main. Yeah, um, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, I think, you know, because because uh, he's done songs before and he's done um, recordings before. So maybe for this one where there's been other people, you know, so maybe this one he like he wanted to just I mean, I don't want to speak for him. But maybe he wanted to do, you know, like, oh, this is my solo project. And, you know, this is and maybe he wanted it to be kind of that acoustic sound. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the, very, very pensive. Hmm. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, I'm really thinking about this because the harmonies really come through nicely. And I'm wondering, I don't think you'd get the same effect if it was not acoustic. No, I don't think so either. You know? There's this great part uh, later in the song where the word space, he, he repeats a couple of times. And each time it's this very open, held out chord, which nice. like you said, if, if there were other things overlaid, you might not get the, the harmonic effect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so thanks for, for letting me yeah. have and this. And Sean has a, a quick note here that he did. Yeah, definitely. Just real quick, Sean has a, a thought on here, and uh, the song doesn't, he, you know, pointed out, like with one of the other songs, song doesn't really end. It, it sort of just cuts out. Yeah, so I actually love that. Uh, and the reason yeah. I love that is because, like, when I'm playing the piano and I'm using the sustain pedal, my favorite thing. Oh, yes. I, <laughs> I, we love the sustain pedal. We love to sustain, uh, which for a period of time, my sustain pedal was broken. Oh, you no. Can, you can imagine how distraught I was. <laughs> no, just kidding. <clears throat> first, first world problems. Uh, but so <laughs> I love to I love to sustain. And, and, and I also love to when you're sustaining sort of stop the sustain so it resolves on a single note. And I kind of feel oh, okay. like that is the resolution that happens at the end there, right. you know, so so that it's like this kind of this feeling that it's like this last, this last like lingering, lingering vocal, um, again, very raw and, uh, you know, by exposed, exposed. Yeah. yeah, by itself. Yeah, it was a very cool song. Well, if you speak to Paul, tell him that we really enjoyed it. I will. Thank you. And I actually did tell him that I was coming on this podcast again, and then I was going to mention his song, and he was like, "Dude, thanks. That's so nice." <laughs> and and he is a music lover, like avid music lover, and so he is going to probably like listen to your podcast now um, as well. Um, he actually said he started, he said he started listening to to ones that that I was already on. So that's cool. Hey, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah, right. So, um, very nice. Now, yeah, another another listener. Exactly. Um, yeah, sometimes he'll play on. Uh, uh, what is it? Reddit. They do like the live, the live stream mm. thing, and sometimes he'll like jam, he'll like jam guitar for like hours. <laughs> just sitting there, constantly just 
going at it. It's a, it's actually pretty cool. And uh, I watched it once. Yeah, he, he used to do it on like Sundays. It's like a two hour morning like jam sesh on on Reddit. And uh, yeah, I know it was, it was nice. It's nice to just sort of like devote that much time to something when, you know, he he's busy doing all these other things. Yeah, well, sometimes uh, it's good to sort of just step back and, and do something else that's not I also feel like, I feel like, like, um, I mean, this relates to one of our songs we listened to earlier, the Time in the Bottle song, because it's like, there never seems to be enough time to do the things you want once you find them. Mm. So, but, but, mm -hmm. so I feel like we, we have to make the time for the things we want to do. And then we always yeah. have time to do things we have to do. That's very good. I think you should put that on a poster. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like one of those motivational posters that they have like hanging in offices or classrooms. <laughs> you can do it. Just exactly. Believe. Just add a cat with You're the You're almost there. <laughs> with hanging cat. The hanging cat, yes. Uh, that's really I know funny. that sounds like a cat poster, but it's true. <laughs> hey, it could be very it is, it's very true. No, that's a great movie. The Lego movie, right? The Lego movie. Was that what it was from? Yes. Morgan yeah. Freeman. Morgan Freeman says it. Yes. And uh, with that, now we will be moving on to uh, the next song, which is going to be covered by Sean, not Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> we wish. We wish Morgan, please come to this podcast. Oh, please. Um, number eight is uh, by Zach Abel, and the song is a single written in 2018 called love song mm. you know i'll let those like stereotypes be mixed in your mind a little bit and then i'm gonna say this is a pop funk song jenna hell yeah i'm so i hunter knows this he every time he knows i'm gonna talk about pop funk he's like here we go again oh my <laughs> god no i'm kidding it's all right no um, it's good I'm, though right I love listening to pop funk songs and oh cool I didn't know I, that I love that it's called love song because yeah. we have heard many a love song on this podcast before um mm. but this one might be the best because it doesn't sound like one or I mean maybe it doesn't because one of the lines in the song is although this isn't your love song yeah this Wait, ain't nothing it ain't nothing like a love song that's what yeah what do you what do you think about that I love that. Yeah. Um, but I also think, you know, doth protest too much, right? So I think maybe mm -hmm. it is kind of a love song. Right. Um, yeah. No, I love the beat to this, and I love, like, the vocals, and I love that you said it's, like, pop funk, because it so is. <laughs> and I guess maybe I, when yeah. I was doing this, maybe when I was getting these all together, I, like, was kind of feeling, like, the 70s pop punk vibe, because I think, yeah. like, three times now there's been a couple of that going on. Sure, sure, sure. You know? So, um. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's cool, and I like uh, I like how this song just moves. Um, oh, yeah. I have it on a playlist that I call "Move" because all, of the, <laughs> all <laughs> because all of the songs on the playlist are just like designed to get me to get up and move. So it's just called "Move," uh, yeah. so that you know when I listen to it, it's like I can't not dance. So it, it has right. like all songs on there that I can't not dance to, and this is one of them. So if this comes on like while I'm driving and I'm like blasting it, I'm like dancing all around like when i'm driving it's um it's a fun one i gotta send you more songs because i, I really yeah. do like the pop funk genre oh i love that um, please do yeah That'd be yeah great. 
you also wanted to mention some of the raw vocals in the song. Yes. And I feel so like that's really like, cool. His vocals. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. they are raw, but I also feel like they're jazzy. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like yeah. like there's something like soulful and jazzy about the way the vocals are in this. Right. Um, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Especially in the beginning, because like right. again, right. it's acoustic. Hey, yeah. hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're on to something here. Right. Yeah. Just um, like that young blood song that you we were talking that's about. That's what I'm saying. I think you're wow. picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, very interesting. And so what does that mean that we're seeing more of sort of that? Uh, maybe it's just intro or maybe it's part of the song where it's right. it's like exposed and it's acapella and it's jazzy. I mean, we saw that with like Michael Buble stuff too. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. certainly some of that, but I'd say that's a little more right. classic. But I, but I need to go down this Zach Abel rabbit hole a little more and find yeah go down yeah it's gonna be really cool to talk about um so hunter (laughs) it is your time to talk about some rilo kylie oh all right so rilo kylie the song um the song of that you've chosen by her is called hang on i don't know why i can't find oh there it is uh, it's called with yes. arms stretched. I, yes. I like how she's singing, but but when she holds out some of the notes, they're it's angry. There's mm-hmm. ang- there's anger in this song, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> your metal, your metal, uh, your love of metal is showing. I know, but I, except that, like when you listen to this, it's not metal, you know. But uh, uh, the first time I heard this uh, was on Weeds. You know the show Weeds that has oh, a yeah. great great soundtrack. Um. Yeah, this is, um, I think it's in the first episode, but it's also in the last episode because they like to do that. They like to like ah. come full circle with things. Mm. Yes, yeah. Parallel. It's like probably the credit song in the first episode and then the end credit song in the last episode. Mm. Um, but I, I just think like, it's, what is it? It's 16 miles mm. till we get to the promised land. Um probably end up dead wait right i forget what i forget what the lyrics are entirely i'd have to look at them but you know there's something spiritual about this and i also think that um yeah angry she's angry mm-hmm. <laughs> um you know she's like you know it's something i, I will no oh, she's like um if you want me i gotta look it up this, this is gonna drive me crazy <laughs> Well, while you're looking, I, I'll just make an observation. Her singing style, it's very, uh, very common and very down to earth. Um, yes. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound like, uh, it doesn't sound like a, I don't want to, she doesn't no, 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 it's singer, not but like, she doesn't have that kind like of voice for you today. You know, oh, right. Like, that's, I maybe that's yeah, the way it's not like, it. And, it, and I think she's not trying to sound pretty. Um, Right. You know, and so when I sing this, I'm like, man, I can't, I like can't sound angry enough. Mm. When, <laughs> but she's like, and if you want me, you better speak up. I won't wait. So you better move fast. But mm. when she holds out, move fast, mm. she's angry. Yeah. Yeah. And there are a couple of times her, her voice gets like, uh, 
almost like she's growling and yeah, you can get that, yeah. that angry sense. But, and then, and then there's like a sense of community, right? So this, this music video, the last verse is like the whole crowd is singing with her and they're yes. like, and some days they last longer than others. And like, they're all singing it. Cause it's like the final chorus, you know? So they're all singing it. And so there's like the sense of like community and, uh support and 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 the lyrics right there are like yeah some days do last longer than others you mm -hmm. know like i don't know i've definitely felt that way sometimes and you know you're like so happy to finally be going to sleep that day or something or um but then, and then and then she says but then other days move too fast and it's so true and it's mm -hmm. you know i think a lot of the time unfortunately we like we always remember the the bad parts and the sad parts and they always seem to last longer and then time flies when you're having fun so right. you don't always like remember every uh, happy happy time or happy moment and you always feel like they went by too fast um and i wonder why that is like you know like that's i don't know I, I guess you maybe get caught up too much in the the fun times that you don't notice time slipping by mm. oh that was good. That should be on your poster. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just compile. It'll be like a wall of posters. I like the dreamy quality in the in the intro to this song too, though. I have to say, mm -hmm. like how well, it, I noted it, the it kind xylophone of xylophone like, that's in yes, it. Yes, the xylophone, and it kind of, and that's like dreamy quality to me. I don't know why. Yes. But it just feels like you're slipping into or out of a dream or something. And well, so yeah, you know, it's it's a the, the xylophone. You know, it's got that very light. Uh, what's the pingy, airy, echoey? What I'm looking for the light. Uh, pl plinky is not really plinky, a word. Plinky, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's almost ethereal. Sounding. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um. And so I like that, and I like, and it kind of creeps in. So yeah. it doesn't like start fortissimo. It, do it doesn't start like super loud. Like it starts probably at like a mezzo piano. Yeah. And then it like, and then it gets louder, the xylophone, and then it like gets louder. And then, and then you hear the guitar and you're like, oh, it's a song. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a song. Yeah. It's a song. I'm going to listen. Yeah. And then uh, I, I also noted, and you, you already brought it up, was that the, this chorus comes in and they're mm -hmm. not, you could tell they're not like a trained chorus. And it's this, you know, you said a sense of community. Really, yeah, that's, yeah. It, it sounds very church choir, um, church choir yeah. folk song, like folk, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, even Janis Joplin, like the, like the village like, is coming together to sing, like Woodstock, you know, like yeah, Woodstock. Uh, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does feel like that though, right? And at the end there, and then they're all singing along and clapping, and it's on like the final chorus. And because by that time, we as the audience listening have heard it enough that they are hoping we're singing along at that point too. So that's why everybody sings right. along. <laughs> right. And now, if you want to get like sort of meta with it, oh, they, uh, you know, time is moving by, and by the time you get to that point you're supposed to be having a good time and you don't even realize the song is over. That is one of the good moments. So it's like there you're singing a song about singing the song because it's a good time. Oh, it's so good. It's true. Yeah. And so I think because she goes through like kind of this like anger and then, and then I think it ends peacefully, right? Because like, because of the support um, and maybe the realization that, you know, we're just doing the best we can, which is, I think, what she says. Mm -hmm. 
It could be like the anthem of 2020, 2021. It's gonna be like, we're making it work. Yeah, doing the best we can. I mean, I do say that quite a, quite a bit because I do feel like, you know, like when things get tough or when you're getting down on yourself and it's so easy to be our own worst critic and be too critical on ourselves. We've definitely talked about this, Sean. Um, being performers, being musicians, and we're, we're just, we're always so tough on ourselves. Um, you know, and we're perfectionists, you know, because we want, we want to always better our craft. Um, and so because of that, you know, it's, it's good to remind ourselves that we're doing the best we can. Uh -huh. um, unless you're not, and then you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I really do feel like I'm doing the best I can um, a lot of the time and, and it's enough, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, like, you know, we we just had this conversation uh, actually today. In as a, as a matter of fact, in the the upstairs where the faculty all sort of spends any free time they have, we were just having that same conversation with the faculty saying, like, you know, it it it's not great. The year is not going so well, but we're making it through. We're alive. And we're doing the best we can. And who could really ask for anything more than that? Who could ask for more? That's right. Yeah. Could ask for anything more. Exactly. <laughs> to quote Gershwin. Yes. That's for anything so, more. <laughs> which is also a great song. Yeah. Um, and now we would like to move on to our <laughs> song, which Sean would like to talk to you about. Ooh. Right. Yeah, we got some Rev Theory. Sorry. Oh, man. Rev Theory, uh, the album is lighted up and released. The song was released in 2008, but Jenna, I probably can't do this justice enough. How do you pronounce the name of this song? Hell yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Hell yeah. I needed to, I needed like a really like a way of like a dramatic. Oh, okay, way let me try again. Let me try again. Okay, wait, wait, wait. okay. Right. Wait, let me get a sip of water. Right. Hell yeah! <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. You know, I, I love reading your Should comments probably... for all of these tracks that you wrote down. You wrote oh, thank you. This one, probably one of the most interesting sounding intros in rock music I've heard. Hell yeah. Oh, Just yeah. listen to the first minute of the song. The coolest yeah. part is 40 seconds exactly. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's a very interesting intro and... We've heard laughing before in music. We've talked about it on this podcast before. Oh, we um, talked about it, yeah. Maybe not, maybe not with you or maybe with you. Pink Floyd. Um, Pink Floyd, yeah. Um, yeah. What are, are your thoughts on laughing in before the song starts? Does that add a humist, humanistic element to the song? Or Creepy. Do you think, or do you think it adds this sort of kind of like jokey sort of feeling about the song? What do you think? Well, I think it depends on the laughter because I think, you know, I think ch like children's laughter can be creepy and then it could set like a different kind of tone. <laughs> uh, but I think, yeah. I think like the laughter that he does is like badass laughter. Because right, 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 right. <laughs> he does kind of laugh like in rhythm and kind of evilly. It's kind of like, right, right. <laughs> like it's kind of like, <laughs> right? It's kind of like, yeah, that. Sure, yeah. mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, it's better than that. But so. Sure. Uh, this song is actually also the theme song for a really funny show called Blue Mountain State. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> that's all. That's all I'll say about that. But so the song, but like I liked the song before that, and then I saw right, the show, sure. 
because it's so stupid and like worth worth watching, uh, but not really. Right. Right. And uh, it's the theme, really. and I was like, "Oh, it's the theme song!" <laughs> like I knew the song, right. but I do right. think at forty seconds it gets mm -hmm. so interesting. Right. Um, yeah. Did you? So did you listen to it? I did listen to it, and oh. and something you know, in interestingly enough, as you mentioned, the middle of the song, the laughing returns. Yes. In the middle of the song. Yes. Does that does it make it a full circle? What do you think? Uh. Or, yeah. does it, is it, or does it continue the dialogue that's been going on? Because it comes in when they're sort of doing like a breakdown. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, and yeah. like, And it's kind of uh -huh. like leading up to the chorus that everybody, right. like the, the rock anthem chorus, you know, like right, yeah. um, that everybody uh -huh. loves to sing along with the song. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, this song is a... Uh, yeah, it's it's been, it's been played in a lot of like um, sports, Right. arenas and and uh mm -hmm. and also and so the blue mountain state is a show about football and frat mm -hmm. houses and sure 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 you know uh but this song i just think like that part at 40 seconds is so interesting because uh -huh. i don't know if it's a guitar or mm -hmm. if it's like sounds mm -hmm. um because it just sounds like kind of like uh like a dial tone or some some kind of like <laughs> it does it sounds kind of like a like <laughs> A digital, digitized computer separated sort of like, you know, like yeah. sound. Um, I also felt like I heard that in one of the other songs you were talking about with um, Aesop's Young, Rock. Was, that would be... Aesop Rock song. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I, I heard this like, it almost felt like a, not a dial tone, but one of those like, beep. In the song, for some reason. <laughs> and I was like, "Is that is that just my ears, or was someone like taking a phone call or something?" I, I was yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool, right? So, yeah. like, do you remember using like a landline and you would dial in the landline and it would like have sounds to each each yeah, number yeah. would have a different sound? Uh -huh. Right. Yeah, yeah. I always like thought it would be interesting to make a song out of out of, out of that. Right. I think it'd be um, interesting too. I think. I think it's it could be out there. I think that people who are yeah. interested in this stuff are definitely going to write something like that. And I think, oh, um, for sure, yeah. If we right. did a quick a quick search, quick search, yeah, absolutely. We we would find a lot for like yeah, you yeah. know uh, what is it digital digital dial tone song, <laughs> right? And they <laughs> would something. get up and they would get up Hunter's favorite song from uh, John Cage, uh, radio music. Oh, from wow. there. And from you know, I was going to joke that I was going to say this sounds like a Steve Wright. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thing to do yeah one of these contemporary composers writing some crazy things um jenna oh. i think that's interesting about the song is i think that it presents a really fascinating experience to rock music yeah and i think yeah kind of like motley crew right 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 right, right, right. it kind of feels like a little motley crew-ish right what what mindset do you need to be in to sing something like this because i feel like i know you, you do oh drunk okay all right I would say yeah. you'd have. <laughs> oh wait, like me personally, or like? <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, I don't really, I don't really drink, but yeah, no, I'd have to probably be uh, amped up, right? Because it's up. like okay. this is like a pep rally song, you know. Right, this is sure. like, you know, hell yeah, we're gonna beat them, you know, like um, give them, give them hell. That's what it, give them hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think it's there's definitely like uh a rally feeling to it um, where, you know, you get pumped up, get psyched. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
the get yeah. psyched playlist get ready um, to go and yeah I, I wanted to ask you because i feel like they're celebrating for something they're celebrating like when you say hell yeah yeah it, it feels like you're you're it's an exclamation you know as once you learn in elementary school about like okay. screaming something yeah. you know it sounds like you're celebrating something Stand up right what, now. What, are, what are they getting ready for what are they celebrating yeah. Stand up right now. Get ready to go. Yeah, no. So they're like, they're talking about yeah. like, um, mm -hmm. well, <laughs> that part. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little dirty there. But <laughs> but mainly it's it's like get pumped up, you know, win, like fight right. to win. It's, you mm -hmm. know, rally song, like pep yeah. rally kind of a song. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, anthem, like rock right. anthem. Um sure. Yeah, yeah, I think Absolutely. it does have that kind of like badass Motley Crue kind of sound to it, though, you know, like, and also like when you're listening to it, like you said, there's a celebration. It's like you're invited to a party, you know, right. like when you listen to it, you're a part of that party. <laughs> and, you know, when you're on this podcast, it feels like you're a part of a party. I oh, like. thank you. you I know? feel that way, too. And I, right. actually, this is like such a fun way to spend a Friday night. Like, maybe I'm just <laughs> a nerd, but like, I love this. <laughs> right, no, I, I had such a great time. But Me Jenna, too. we are not done with you yet. Oh, what's um, that? We, we have a surprise for you. Um, oh, although, if surprises. you would like to support this podcast, please follow anchor.com, search Music Speaks to find ways to reach out to us. You will find our social media handles and ways to contribute to Hunter's said podcast and my said podcast and my friend Jenna over there, her podcast as well. Um, so <laughs> please come back after the break. And we have a surprise for Jenna uh, that we will tell her about after the break. So you want to stick around and stay with us and we will be right back. All right. And we are back with my friend, author, writer, composer, singer, songwriter, teacher, my friend Jenna Rizzo. Jenna, I hope oh, you're wow. ready for this next segment. Um, I was Jenna, like, who are you talking about? That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've done all of those things at some point in time. Oh, thank you. Um, I, 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 think, I think very highly of you. I think you're a very smart person. Oh, thank you. You as um, well. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Um, I think... Are you? I think it, it was time to, to to give you a real general knowledge music quiz. Oh my god! That's Are you my ready? surprise? Okay, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm actually like so nervous, but yeah, go go you're, ahead. You're gonna be great. Here we go. All right, here <laughs> is the. And I wanted to mention the next time I see you, I I owe you something. I owe you a drink. I owe you. Oh, that'd be an great. We should get a sometime. drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so ever come up point, to Nogatech? All the time, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, There's I'm kidding. a great restaurant called The Station. It's like an old train station that is now a restaurant. Perfect. Kind of cool. There. Meet um, me there. Here, here's the first question. Uh, who is the youngest Beatle? Well, it's a trick question because it's not who's still living. Right. Uh, or wait. Who, who is the youngest Beatle? Like the, at the time of when wait like when they were all alive or exactly yeah when they were all alive oh okay i th I feel like it's george that harrison. is correct george <laughs> harrison is, that's correct that's oh, right. nice <sighs> here we go folklore read in 1989 or albums by which singer well i only know it's taylor swift because i was born in 1989 that is absolutely so correct. when her album came out i took notice 
Because <laughs> I was like, Very holy true. shit, we're almost the same age. I didn't know That's that. Right. That's right. Yeah. The country song, Jolene, was released in 1974 by what artist? Uh, Dolly Parton. That is absolutely correct. Yes, I like that yeah. song. Who famously wore a dress made out of meat to the MTV Awards? Oh my god, Lady Gaga. That is absolutely correct. Oh my god, I'm doing so good. You're doing so great. You're doing so great. <laughs> now, according oh, yeah. to to many sources, including Kelly's song, what drink brings all the boys to the yard? <laughs> My milkshake. That's right. <laughs> Perfect. Congratulations uh, on that one. Thank you, yeah. girls. Here we go. Shallow won Best Original Song at the Oscars in 2019. What film did it feature in? <gasps> I don't know. Wait, can I have a hint? Can I have, have a clue? Who sure. is the song by? It was sung by Lady Gaga. Oh, okay, so it's in her movie with the guitar called that I didn't see first song or something. Uh mm, Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga. That's right. Yeah. Uh they um I don't know what it's called. Let's see if we can work on it phonetically together and see if Okay. We can get... All right. First small word, think about an alphabet letter. A. Okay, good. What's something you see in the sky? Stars. A star okay. is born. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Congratulations. There we go. Thank Continuing you. Yep. on. The clues were great. Thank you. Absolutely. Number seven. You'll remember me when the west wind moves upon the fields of barley is the mm. opening line of which song? Fields of gold. By? Sting? That is correct. Woo! Absolutely. Yeah. The Friends theme song, I'll Be There For You, <gasps> was recorded by which band? Oh, no, I don't know. Wait, yes, I do. The Forget-Me-Nots. The, uh, I don't know. The, <laughs> the Orangutans. The, the Arctic Monkeys. The... You're, you're so close. What is it? With the first one. Hunter, do you want to take a guess? Oh, gosh. I know it if you say it, but I don't know their name. Okay. That's right. Uh, um, wait, can we have a hint? Sure. I actually don't know this band, but I can give you maybe a clint, uh, 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 a clip here. What What do you think of? Um, so, so what's another word for for forget me not? We try to remember. Remember. So that word, but in a different context. Remembered. Close. Uh, remembers. Uh, remember. Remember. Remembrance. That's right. Remembrance. Both of you. <laughs> Correct. Absolutely. That was Hunter. We're um, doing good at this. You're doing great. I feel like this next one will be an easy one for you. Here we go. Oh, thank goodness. Robert Plant was the lead singer of which rock band? Boston. Oh, so close. <gasps> no. There's so many you, people judging me right so now. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Robert right. Plant. Wait, Robert I know Plant. this band. Right. I'm sure you do. This is a well-known band. Can I have the first letter of the band? If I give it away, it might be too easy. No, come on. Just the first letter. Okay. All right. Okay. L. Okay. Led Zeppelin. That's right. Okay. That was my next <laughs> guess. That's right. <laughs> 
and we have we, Boston. <laughs> we, we have we have one more we have Wuthering Heights was a hit for which female singer oh god damn uh, a funny name from the 80s Blair or something um, not Cindy Lauper but one of those I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I know that I like barely remember that song. Hunter, do you want to take a quick guess? Gosh, I have no idea. Wait, no, I know. No, okay. no, it's Who's um. It? I really want to Google it, but I won't. No, the <laughs> Withering Heights. Can I phone a friend? Sure. Who do you want to phone? My friend Elisa O'Doherty, who I call emo. Okay, you can if you want to text her in the next fifteen seconds. I will. I'm gonna call her. I'm calling. Oh, you're gonna call her. Okay. Yep. All right. Okay. Ready? All right. Here we Pick go. Your phone. Right, here we go. Here we go. Can you hear the ringtone? I can't hear the ringtone. Here we go. Okay. It'd be really funny if she didn't answer. We were texting <laughs> earlier today. She's <laughs> gonna be like, why is she calling me? She probably is wondering that actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the dial tones. It's the dial tone. Hope she has a really good Your excuse. Oh no! Ah! All right. Would you like to take a wild guess? No. No, Hunter. Do you want to take a wild guess? Oh god, I don't know. Wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> Weathering Heights is some uh '80s singer. Was she in Hocus Pocus? I don't actually know the answer to that. Let me just. Is check. it Bette Midler? Is it I like? Don't, it is. I don't think so. Tell us who it is. Okay, it was Kate Bush. Oh, never would I ever have guessed that. Kate ever. Bush. Kate Bush. Everybody. Jenna, <laughs> you did so well. You got eight out of ten. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Did so you. Well. Yeah, I was so pretty. like I knew some things that you didn't think I was gonna know. Hopefully. No, I I, I was very surprised. I'm very um, angry at myself for missing Robert Plant. <laughs> But that's okay. Because I love Led Zeppelin, so I'm like embarrassed. We, we have one more segment to go through for our YouTube fans. So I hope you can stick around for that one. Absolutely. Uh, but, but this one has been such a blast. Um, Jenna, it is so great to talk to you. You um, too. I feel like you have a lot of things, great things to say about music. And I'm looking forward to having you on and being our, maybe our third or fourth platinum member. Ooh, mm. I yeah. like the sound of that. That sounds yeah. good. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it to Hunter, and Hunter will say our goodbyes for the podcast. So, Jenna, always great to see you, and Hunter, take it away. Sure, yes, I want to reiterate. It was a pleasure to actually get to meet you. You are very, very kind, and you did a very nice job. So we thank you, and we certainly hope to have you on again. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Um, yeah, I'd love to come back anytime, you guys. All right. Bye, Jenna. See you. All Have right. a good one. Thanks, Jenna. And next time we will talk about Hunter's favorite composer, Frederick DeVries. My name is Sean Rimkunis. That guy over there with his glasses and white t-shirt, his name is Hunter Sagona. And you know what we like to say? Keep listening to what you love.